Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi everyone, Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Friday, September 8th, 2023. It's time for our Intelligence Roundtable with our dear friends and colleagues, Larry Johnson and Ray uh, McGovern. Uh, Larry, let me start with you. You have uh, an interesting piece out. I got it in the middle of the night. I guess you wrote it yesterday <laughs> yeah. uh, about how the senior level uh, members of the intelligence community continue to delude their colleagues, the press, the public, and themselves. Right. I want to talk a little bit about that. I mean, is this anything new, or is this what we've been going through since the war started? Well, unfortunately, you keep expecting these guys to wake up like, you know, a, an alcoholic or a drug addict that's hit rock bottom and finally say, hey, if I don't change, I'm going to die. You know, I need to, need to wake up to reality. So this, uh, this individual, last name... Maul, M-A-U-L, oh, is the, the head the doctor, of, the PhD, who they're <clears throat> touting, right? Oh, so he's he's the head of the Defense Intelligence Agency's analytical section, and he he did a stint in the Navy, but uh, he was an intelligence officer in the Navy, which meant okay, he had. Let, let me just stop you, sir. Everybody knows where we are. The Defense Intelligence Agency is one of the federal government's publicly acknowledged. 17 unique, discrete uh, intelligence communities. This one fully in the military, right? Well, right. And, and, and the, the 17 numbers misleading because not all seven. DIA is one of the three major collectors. you got okay. NSA, DIA, and then CIA. They okay, are the major you're collectors. you talking about DIA. This is the one that <clears throat> yeah. General Mike Flynn once headed. Yeah, yeah. And Flynn did a great job when he was there. But so, so this guy comes out. And, and so he's the kind of person, one, he doesn't have any background doing Soviet analysis, no background doing combat, ground combat analysis. And yet he's out doing this, you know, talking to this reporter. Well, the way this works, and, you know, Ray and I used to do this when we were new analysts, you would, you're the substance guy, you would write out talking points. And then those would be reviewed by your branch chief, and then they'd be reviewed by your division chief, and then it'd be given to the person at top who is supposed to go out and talk like they know what they're talking about. But they're basically going off of the talking points that you know somebody farther down the food chain wrote. So the, the analyst who wrote the talking points for this guy, he, I think he put his own spin on it because he says, oh, he thinks there's a realistic possibility that Ukraine's going to break through and go all the way to the Sea of Azov. And yet, what he presents in the talking points is, 
okay, yeah, they've got a shortage of ammunition, and yeah, weather's going to turn against them, and they're going to be stuck in the mud, and yeah, they, they have a shortage of manpower, and they're having trouble recruiting people. And so you're looking at that going, so explain to me how that becomes a realistic possibility. So, so it's, this again, this yeah, again it's reinforces, insane. this again reinforces what you and Ray and uh, McGovern and Ritter have been saying. The 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 those in the intelligence community, <clears throat> Ray, who acquire the data, are are acquiring what they believe is truthful and accurate data. But by the time it comes out of the mouth of somebody talking to the press, like Larry's talking about somebody's talking to the people in the White House, uh, it's an entirely different story. Ray. Well, well Judge, uh, what we have here is somebody who's going to be promoted to be the head of DIA. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you see, this is the way it works. Uh, you have, as Larry said, CIA, DIA, and NSA. Those are the main players here. And who's in charge of all these people? Well, there's a woman named Avril Haynes who's supposed to be in charge, but she's not in charge, and it's probably just as well. Who's in charge? And uh, Jacob Sullivan is in charge. These people. Uh, these right, that's people, the pre that's the president's national security advisor, known as Jake, who was also the national security advisor for Mrs. Clinton when she was Secretary of State. Same person? Actually, he was a national security advisor for Joe Biden when Joe Biden was uh, vice president. So uh, he was involved in this whole Ukraine thing from the beginning. We know from Victoria Nuland's intercepted conversation two and a half weeks before the coup, played on YouTube, no less, that he promised that his boss, Vice President Joe Biden would come in and give a, a veneer of legitimacy to this, a high-powered, well-respected people to the coup that was coming in Kiev, which, as I said, came two and, a half, two and a half weeks later. So Andrew Sullivan, I mean, Jacob Sullivan is the one that's running all this stuff. So he can pick between what this genius from DIA says and what other geniuses who might be more honest say, and he can give what this what this clown says to the president. Say, see, DIA agrees. There's a great possibility that we could that the we the Ukrainians could break through. It's rubbish, but how does the president know that it's rubbish? He doesn't. Jake Sullivan. <laughs> uh, there's a terrific article by Martin Zeef out about Jake Sullivan. Uh, long story short, he says, "You remember the best and the brightest that brought us Vietnam? Remember well, that's uh, that's David uh, Halberstam." Yeah, right. Okay. Well, these guys, Jake Sullivan and uh, Tony Blinken, these guys are the worst and the dimmest, not the brightest, the dimmest. They have an incredible pedigree. Yeah. <clears throat> To, Larry, to, to raise a somewhat whimsical comment, is this how you get ahead in the intelligence community? Not by analyzing the truth, but by telling the public if that's your assignment, your superiors if that's your job, people in the West Wing if that's your uh, gig, uh, what management wants them to hear. 
disconnected from the truth if necessary. Uh, Sycophancy has always been a great career enhancer. If you go back to look at the when Mike Flynn was there. So I was I was uh, down working at uh, the JSOC compound at Fort Bragg. And this was during the war in Syria. So if you're watching the media and watching what some of the was being said publicly, boy, the Syrian government's on the ropes. Bashir Assad's only got a day or two left. Uh, the, the rebels are, sur- are surging. And yet what was being put out by DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency back then, was the exact opposite. It was reporting that, in fact, the Syrian government was doing well, that the Russians were helping, that the rebels were not prevailing. It it was a very honest, hard-hitting assessment, completely at odds with the public spin that was coming out of the White House, the, the Obama White House at the time. Well, Mike Flynn paid the price for that. He got fired. They dumped him. And then they decided to attack him because he dared to tell the truth that they didn't want to hear. Now we're at the complete opposite end of the spectrum. These guys are sucking up so fast. You don't want to be near them. They're like a vacuum cleaner. You get sucked in. All right. Speaking of these guys, here's, I don't know if Tony Blinken is Jake Sullivan's boss or not, but here's uh, the Secretary of State just two days ago making one of his more absurd comments. I'll let you guys comment on it. But the essence of it is the Ukrainian military has made, you ready for this? Ray and Larry, real progress. In the years since I was last here, Ukraine has taken back more than 50% of the territory that Russia uh, has seized from it since February of 2022. In the current counteroffensive, we are seeing real progress over the last few weeks. Uh, As it happens, President Zelensky just returned from the front line, so I was able to hear directly from him his assessment uh, of the counteroffensive. And I think it very much matches our own, which is, as I said, real progress in in recent weeks this is a this is a scoundrel larry 50 percent of the territory uh, taken back real progress and his sources Zelensky, who was at the front lines i can't imagine he exposed himself to danger at the front lines i'll let you take it yeah no i mean it's, it's like that line from the print the movie the princess bride uh, william sean the actor kept using the word inconceivable and finally domingo uh, montes says I don't I don't think that word means what you think it means. And th- th- that's the same with Blinken. You know, real progress? Uh, Tony, look at a map and, and just look at the progress that has not been made by Ukraine and the fact that Russia has been steadily pushing to the east. Uh, the Battle of Bakhmut was uh, the last big conflict, but uh, they don't understand Russian offensive tactics. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. 
Will the intelligence community at some point rebel, Ray, against their bosses for telling outright lies and 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 uh, and and uh, making it look like the guys who and girls who risk their lives to gather this raw data, who are actually on the ground, who are dealing with double agents and all their other um, sources? are gathering information that is untrue. It makes them look like jerks. Judge, uh, we can pray, but we shouldn't pray for impossible things. There will be no rebellion, no revolt, because of the malleable managers that have been put in place three decades ago. What we can pray for is for a whistleblower. And we've Mm. had a couple. For a whistleblower that gets the kind of attention that says, look, Americans, you've been had, okay? Money that should have gone to your schools, to your teachers, to your health benefits has gone $100 billion, uh, to Ukraine. A lot of it's siphoned off. And not only that, it was, a, it was a hopeless cause. You're not winning. You're losing. Now, Stoltenberg, who's the head of NATO, mm. made the mistake of getting up before the EU assembly, all the parliamentarians there yesterday in Brussels. And what did he say? (laughs) Well, he he said, we are making great progress. Uh, We are actually enhancing our military budget 8% uh, next year. Uh, We need to do that because then we're increasing our production of the shells we need to prevail in Ukraine and you know, we're going to continue being uh, following this rules-based international order. Now, he didn't count on the fact that there were two delegates there that speak the truth, and they're both from Ireland, I'm proud to say. Claire Daly said, you know... Here we go, Larry. <laughs> go ahead, Ray. I, I watched her. She's great. <laughs> go ahead, Ray. Claire Daly says this is crazy, as Larry just said, about acquiring more, more territory, but then her partner, a fellow named uh, Mick Wallace, he got up and he said, it's it's precious, it's three sentences. I want to read it. I took notes here. Go ahead. Vilnius Summit, he says, Mr. Stoltenberg, uh, it, the declaration states that the Chinese are trying to subvert the rules-based international order and criticizes China for being opaque, opaque, mind you, about its strategy and intentions. My first question, he says, is how is it possible to subvert an order that has no constitution and no basis whatsoever in international law? How can you subvert that kind of order? <laughs> no. Zelensky's response is, 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 is no, 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 no. But, you know, he's been held to account in front of all the parliamentarians. All the others are as doltish as Doltenberg. I'm sorry to say. So it takes whistleblowers to do this. I'm praying that some whistleblower from the Pentagon or from the bowels of the CIA who has an honest conscience blow the whistle on all this, all this craziness. Larry, you um, you sent me a piece uh, by uh, Seymour Hirsch on uh, Prigozhin, and he makes yeah. the argument. Uh, Chris is all over the place. Calm down. He makes uh, the argument that uh, Ritter and McGovern and and you uh, both have been making that Putin is actually stronger after the uh, Prigozhin 
so-called fake uh, mutiny uh, than right. before it. This was written before Prigozhin's death, so there's no uh, opining in there uh, about uh, Prigozhin's uh, death. Um, but nobody uh, talks about this anymore. It's almost as if the Prigozhin incident didn't exist and the State Department wants us to believe that uh, Putin is weaker rather than uh, stronger. Add to this that wonderful statement that Viktor Orban made to uh, Tucker Carlson, that you must look at Russia the way the Russians do. The essence of their society is not freedom, it's cohesion. Right. It's, it's physical, geographical integrity because the West has been pursuing them for 300 years. Now, there's no, there's no other country in the world that has been invaded as much and has had as much success in beating off, uh, defeating the invaders uh, time after time, even when it seemed that the odds against them were impossible. Uh, it, is, it, it is fascinating the complete disconnect with, uh, with the reality on the ground in Russia. It's, it's like nobody that I'm seeing that's, uh, you know, one of the recognized experts, and I put that in quotations to talk about Russia, actually seems to have any understanding or grasp of what is it's almost like describing the old soviet union and uh you know the uh, soviet union that was led by a bunch of crotchety old men and women and then now you got it and that's the united states uh between you know mitch i'm going to stare you down mcconnell and uh and, and joe joe dementia biden and then nancy pelosi where's my teeth uh, you know, it's just it, it, we've become what the Soviet Union once was, and yet they they persist. They really believe, man, if we just got rid of Putin, that would fix everything. And nobody asks the follow up question: What comes next? Is, right. Are they suggesting that you're going to get somebody who's quote more moderate than Putin, whatever that is, or is it possible that you get someone who's more of a nationalist bent like Med Medvedev? And here's so, the, it's, it's, yeah, it's just foolishness. Here's uh, Tony Blinken in that same press conference. By the way, he's standing next to the, you, you probably recognize him, the Ukrainian uh, foreign minister. Yeah, Kuleba. Uh, right, in which he's basically uh, saying uh, NATO is helping Ukraine build for the future and it's getting stronger and stronger. Listen to this. It's critically important that we and many other countries that uh, have agreed to do the same help Ukraine build a force for the future, a military force for the future that is capable of deterring future aggression and, if necessary, uh, defending and, and defeating it. We now have 29 countries that have signed on to a declaration issued by the G7 uh, at the end of the NATO summit uh, that is focused on doing just that, helping Ukraine build this force future. We need President Putin to understand that he cannot outlast Ukraine. He cannot outlast Ukraine's supporters. That Ukraine is actually going to grow stronger and even more effective uh, with a military force that is world class, uh, but also a strong and vibrant economy and a strong and vibrant uh, democracy. Sounds, uh, Ray, to me like he's trying to sound uh, more uh, Victoria Newland than Victoria Newland is. I mean, he's virtually admitting what we've accused him of, 
which is the use of Ukraine as a battering ram to drive Vladimir Putin from office, Ray. Several congressmen have made that point very proudly. Uh, Blumenthal from Connecticut. Look, look at how lucky we are. We haven't sacrificed one soldier. Ukrainians right. are doing all the fighting and all the dying. Hello. Yeah. You know, the irony of all this is that you have people like Blinken, who comes out of the same mold as Sullivan, uh, highly educated. Uh, one, one of my friends talked about them being born with a silver spoon in their mouth or with a golden terrine in a dark place on the other side of their body. I mean, they, they were born, they're born to rule, right? They don't know diddly about the Soviet Union and Russia as it exists today. And the supreme irony is that they don't probably even remember that during World War II, we were allies. That as John Kennedy said, we never fought a war against each other. That's remarkable, okay? Right, right. And what, uh, you know, what I've, now. <laughs> what I've experienced <laughs> is uh, Soviet generals coming up to me six, seven years ago, looking me in the eye and saying, Studebaker, Studebaker, Studebaker. And then give me a great big embrace. Why? This 92-year-old general was on the front in Europe, okay? And there was 200,000 two-and-a-half-ton trucks <clears throat> that the U.S. produced and gave to him and his other army buddies that repelled the Germans. There was an alliance. They couldn't have done it without us, most people think. Uh and so, you know, why don't we get back to that? Because our our objectives uh, are real national objectives, uh, dispensing with the new uh, rules-based international order, whatever that is, uh, should be congruent, not opposite where we risk nuclear war. Ray? Hey, hey, ju hey Judge, let me jump in. Larry, go ahead. Let me let me jump in real quick. I just noticed something that Blinken. So in there, he says, we got 29 countries. Okay, I can show you a headline from a year ago where they able to give aid to Ukraine. <laughs> the number of countries was 40. <laughs> what wow. happened to the other 11? Where are they? <laughs> wow. Well, last, uh, last topic, uh, Larry, to you first. Do we know how much money Joe Biden has spent? Cyhurst says it's $150 billion. Sy says he is actually, the president has spent more than Congress authorized using uh, accounting gimmicks. Do we have any way of knowing what's been spent so far? American dollars, no. cash, ammunition, and hardware in Ukraine? No, because, you know, part of the problem is, even though the money is identified as going to Ukraine, it's actually going to Lockheed Martin, General Dynamics, um, <laughs> part of the part of the military industrial corporation. So it's making its way back into the, the pockets of U.S. corporations that are profiting from the war. Wow. Last word, uh, McGovern. Well, there, also, there's no way to distinguish between the money going to buy arms for the Ukrainians and the money paying off Ukrainian politicians for keeping silent on Hunter and his daddy. Got it. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Great, great segment. Very popular every Friday afternoon. I know you put in a lot of time with us. We deeply appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend. All the best. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.
Uh, if you like what you saw, help us to spread the word, like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a colleague. We broke 195,000 subscriptions. We'll break 200,000 probably by the end of next week. Our goal is a quarter of a million by Christmas. Judge Napolitano for judging freedom.